Our reading today comes from Psalm 145. Your friends have made known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Making known to men your might and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom for all ages, and your dominion endures through all generations. Friends, make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. The Lord is just in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him all who call upon him in truth. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. So today reflect briefly on this beautiful psalm, Psalm 145. Actually, at the time of Jesus, this was probably the most popular of all the psalms, the most popular psalm in the entire Psalter. It was recited three times a day by the Jews of Jesus' time. And in the Talmud, it said that anyone who recites this psalm will prove himself a sure son of the world to come. Very, very popular psalm. Now, in Qumran, you know, the place where we, from which we get the Dead Sea Scrolls, it was recited, and after each verse of the psalm, everybody would shout, Blessed be God forever. It's a psalm of extremely high praise, of great praise to the Lord. And in this psalm, there are four descriptions of what God does for us, for men. God does in the earth. And the first word that they use to describe what God does for us is the word asha. And asha means the doings of the Lord, what God does for us. That he acts in our behalf. And it, that verb can also be talked of, described to something that is made, that God's made. When you do something, God does something. Asha means that he makes, he creates. It worships God as creator, as though who has made this world for us. And all that he does for us, that he is active in our lives. And the second word that is used is gabar. And that means the mighty works of God, the marvels that God does. It talks about God's strength. God brings increase. So not only is God doing things for us, he is also giving us his strength. He is giving us increase as he performs his mighty works among us. And then the next word, nephalot, to mean the wondrous works. God just doesn't do just doesn't do normal things for us. He does the miraculous for us. He does not just mighty works, strong works, but wonderful works, miraculous works. God works miracles in our lives. And then the fourth description, Yare, we've seen this word before in the psalm where we discussed it, is awesomeness. The awesomeness of God, his awesome deeds, the things he does that are amazing, that are terrible, terrifying. They are awesome. These words are used throughout the psalm to describe what God does for us and to give God praise 
for all that he does for us. This psalm, like many of the psalms we have noticed, is an acrostic. That it has 23 verses, one for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and each verse beginning with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet. This style of, of writing in some of the psalms, there are actually seven psalms that follow that style. And this is one of them. One that actually is the last of the, of the acrostic psalms in the, in, the, in the Psalter. But it is to draw attention that God's actions for us encompass all things. God is praised from A to Z, in other words. That everything that God does, that we see this and we give God praise for it. And the psalmist calls us to do two things about this, about the wonderful works, about these things that God does for us. And the first is to meditate upon them. And the verb they're used to meditate can also be translated to sing. To sing, to talk about God, to meditate upon God. Just even to sing about God. Have you ever noticed that singing is very much like a meditation? It's like a prayer. And we do this often in, in, our, in our worship. We talk about God and we sing about God. There's a great passage in, in, the Old, uh, in the Old Testament where one of the prophets gives a prophecy and then it says the elders sat and talked about it. And God heard their prayer and answered them. They didn't pray, actually, not in our sense, not in the sense we usually think of prayer. They just talked about it. But God hears the cry of the heart, even as we're just talking about God. We're talking about things in our lives. God is listening to what our heart is pleading for. And even just talking about God or singing about God is, in fact, a prayer. So to meditate upon the amazing works, the wonderful works, the mighty deeds the doings of God in our lives. And the second is to proclaim, not just to meditate, but to proclaim. And that word used for to proclaim, nava, which means to bubble, to bubble forth. Remember, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would come into us like a fountain. It would be bubbling forth with joy, bubbling forth that as we because we meditate on the doings of God, we proclaim his gods. We bubble forth with joy in the proclamation of what God does in our lives. And the message of this psalm is very clear and is very important. That through our lives, through our days, good things happen, bad things happen. Some days are struggles. Some days are, are easy. But whenever we face problems, whenever we, whatever we face in the day, and we come to a point we don't know the solution, the solution is to praise God. The solution to our troubles is praise. So what, what, when we face life and we come to questions and don't know what to do, the solution is to praise. To praise God for what he does in our lives, for the doings, for the wonderful works, for the marvelous work, the miracles, for the strength, the mighty works, and for his awesome deeds, for the things that are just so amazing that they are almost terrifying. As we, as we meditate on God's works, as we sing about God's works, 
as we bubble forth in proclaiming God's works with joy. God acts for us, continues to do, to act, and to make our lives what he has called us to be. Let us go to God now in prayer.